0: Hello, my name is Sarah, and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi, it's Sarah with a special message for newer listeners. This show used to be called Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss, but in January of 2021, I changed it to Your Chakra Coach to better reflect the broader, more holistic approach to wellness we started exploring. If you notice a slight focus on weight loss in these early episodes, that's why. But I think you'll find the overall information universal and relevant to you. Enjoy! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Sarah, and I am your chakra coach. How's it going? I'm doing pretty well. This week is the six-month anniversary of this podcast, and I'm so excited. I just want to thank you all so much for listening. I hear from people uh, pretty much every week and that they've discovered the show and that they're enjoying it, and I'm just so grateful that I get the chance to be in your ears And that we get the chance to know each other a little bit. It's so good. So this week, we are on the third episode of our Shadow Side series. And I just want to say, before we get started today, that I know talking about these Shadow Sides can be a bit of a downer, right? Talking about and experiencing uncomfortable aspects of ourselves can be so unpleasant, Now, again, I'm really trying hard to avoid saying that these things are negative or saying negative about any of the emotions or sensations that these shadow sides bring up, but sometimes they do just feel nothing but bad. I still think it's really important to have these discussions and not ignore a truly human part of ourselves, right? Even these unpleasant feelings are part of being human, but if you find yourself feeling down after a shadow side episode, don't hesitate to go back to an earlier episode that deals with the same chakra and do the meditation from it or any other healing practice that helps you feel the energy begin to flow through that space if the shadow side talk starts to make you feel bogged down, right? It might just be nice to go hear about strength or love or something like that that makes you feel a little bit more up, if these shadow sides are bringing it down a little bit, that's definitely not the point. Um, again, it's important to talk about these things and and really address all aspects of ourselves, but we don't want to we don't want to listen to things about fear and guilt and then just spend all of our time feeling bad all week. so that said, let's move on to the shadow side of the third chakra, the solar plexus chakra. We know from our previous work that this is the site of personal power, ambition, empowerment, action, and self-esteem. It's in our powerhouse chakra that the belief in our ability to change lies, our ability to act, to take action. And also, the push and the desire to reach goals and feel good about ourselves is in the solar plexus chakra. So it's not really a surprise that on the flip side of that, we have shame, the shadow side of the solar plexus chakra. Shame is the direct opposite of feeling empowered. Shame is the result of feeling that there is something fundamentally wrong with you as a human and therefore all your actions are fundamentally wrong, that the things that you think and feel are wrong, that your instincts are wrong. Shame is, uh, at least in part, the mind's attempt to control what might come naturally to each of us as individuals. There are lots of things that are common to all of us that we still feel individually shamed for. Society uses its pressures, the constant threat of being pushed out of the group to control our behavior and control how we look or how we think we should look and what we wear and all kinds of things. Shame forces us into isolation. Shame is what we feel when we think we can't trust ourselves. We can't trust our basic instincts, when we don't believe in our basic rights. When we feel we have to be perfect and meet the expectations of others at every moment, there is no room for mistakes. Perfectionism, right? Perfectionism basically always leads to shame. It, It happens with dieting and exercise all the time. We have this idea of what we're going to do to lose weight. We're going to follow a specific workout program or a specific diet or whatever. And then we expect absolute 100% adherence from ourselves. We will be perfect. And then when there is an inevitable slip up, we berate ourselves and tell ourselves that we should feel ashamed, ashamed that we didn't do the workout we had planned, ashamed that we ate takeout instead of the salad ashamed that we weren't perfect and that we had the thought that it might be more pleasurable to do something else after all we think a good person a person who isn't flawed a person with whom there isn't something fundamentally wrong would never have messed up like this so instead of taking the the slip up as confirmation that we are in fact human we let it mean that there's something wrong with us at our core that we can't do it, that we shouldn't even try, which which is another really fun aspect of perfectionism, you know, that shame can stop us from even trying. We precog ourselves out of making the effort at all because the only thing we see when we look into our future is the mistakes that we're apparently going to make. And maybe we are, and that's okay, but instead of planning for those mistakes and realizing that, Obstacles are really just a guide to help us create strategies to live our best lives. We say, eh, why should I even bother? But here's the thing, with all goals, with all dreams, weight loss, anything at all, there are going to be mistakes and errors and slip-ups along the way. The road to any success isn't linear, A map from A to B looks ridiculous with all its twists and turns. It's so inefficient. It would be so much better if we could just go from A to B. But that's just not how life works. But if we find ourselves living in our shame, the energetic imbalances that we build up make it impossible to take even one step on any path at all, let alone a linear path. That's never going to happen. But we don't even want to get on the path. Without mistakes, without failures, we never learn. And if we never learn, we never grow. And if we never grow, we never build the confidence to believe that we can overcome obstacles and missteps. We feel such shame that we quit. Or we never start. Or we just get stuck. In our solar plexus never believing that we have the right to act and move toward our highest good to move toward our goals we talk on this show all the time about how we're looking to create balance in our chakras so that energy can flow freely through our systems but when our shadow sides start to create a hindrance to that flow we start to run into problems At the third chakra, the solar plexus chakra, if the energy isn't flowing upward from the root and the sacral chakra, if it gets stuck, we get bound to the energy of shame, to the shadow energy of shame. And when that happens, those little voices in our head from the upper chakras get very critical and very loud. And our internal dialogue starts to include things like I suck. I can't do this. I'm worthless. Because that dialogue, those thoughts, are coming from the upper chakras. And with a shame block happening in the solar plexus chakra, the upper chakras aren't getting the energy from the lower chakras that help us feel connected to our authentic selves, that respect our own needs and feelings. Instead, the mind has no support from below and can just spiral out of control. And and this can manifest itself in many counterproductive ways. Instead of having the thought that we are worthy and valuable, instead of knowing our worth and our value, we think, "Ah, I might as well sabotage myself and my weight loss efforts because it doesn't matter anyway. Or we punish ourselves in some way to pay for the sin of being human. Now, I alluded to this earlier, but sometimes the shame can come from outside. We talk a lot about body shaming, and this is a perfect example. It's the same thing as when we tell ourselves that we're not right for some reason, but in this case, it's society telling us that our bodies don't look right or the things that we like aren't the right things to like. So we feel like we've failed some standard, and it's a standard we didn't even set for ourselves, so we just feel shamed that we're not fitting in, but listen- the solution here is largely the same, whether we feel like the shame is coming from outside or coming from inside. And honestly, all shame comes from the inside. It's how we, it's how we connect to ourselves. It's, it's whether we believe in our, our right to have feelings, our right to do the things that are right for us. But we have to release the shame and let energy build and flow in our bodies. We have to let that energy give us a strong sense of self. To be letting the third chakra do its natural task of combining the physical identity with the mental identity with universal consciousness. It's a big job for that chakra. And when we feel shame and let that heavy rock sit in your solar plexus, we will inevitably be unable to blend all the parts of us. And we do need to let that combining, that blending happen if we truly want to be balanced. And if you're looking to lose weight or make physical or mental changes, honestly, of any kind, balance is going to be important to achieve lasting, healthy results. Shame is the loss of personal power. It is the belief that what we do and feel or even what we are is wrong. And that is the absolute opposite of empowerment. Now, I encourage you, like I said at the beginning, to go back to the previous solar plexus episodes to do the meditations there, especially numbers 13 and 21, to help you find and build your solar plexus power if you find that you regularly get stuck in these shame spirals. Today, though, I will give you A simple exercise that you can do when you feel specific moments of shame. If you can think of a moment when you felt shame for something, just reflect on it briefly. Do not. Do not, I repeat, do not. Start replaying the moment over and over again in your head. Now, I know some of you are going to do this because you're like me and you're going to feel that thing and you're going to start thinking of it over and over again. Avoid that. If you start to find yourself doing that, take a deep breath and if possible, Physically shake your body, literally shake it off. Use your hands to fling that energy away from you, flip it out through your feet, wiggle it out through your hips. Do shake it, shake it out. Do this at any point during this exercise if you start to feel yourself in that shame spiral. But just touch on the moment and then spend a moment thinking about what you learned from that experience. Shame can't exist. If we change our perspective from failure or wrong to opportunity and growth. So what did you learn? And how can you take your power back by making a different choice next time? Now, here's an example from my own life that, that just happened this week. Uh, it's really fresh. I, so I believe me when I tell you I feel this. If you're feeling this, I'm feeling it too. So I am in the last week of a six-week workout program. And I have been doing pretty well staying on top of the workouts. But this week, my schedule got crazy. I I knew it was going to. I just didn't realize how crazy. And I missed a workout. No big deal. I've missed one before, and I just made it up another day. But then another day passed. So now I'm two behind. And I started thinking just how bad I was doing how I was letting myself down and on and on with all the thoughts I'm sure you can imagine. So I texted my workout partner and I said, I suck. I suck. I didn't get two workouts in. I don't know. I'm not going to be able to do this. I suck. I was going to get so comfortable in this shame and just live there over what you, I'm sure, as an objective observer, can see is really no big deal. So what if I missed a couple workouts? So what if I finish the six-week program on Monday instead of Saturday? Or Thursday instead of Saturday? Is it really that big a problem? No. But I was thinking, fine, I'll just give up and not do it at all. Forget it. Fortunately, my workout partner put me back on track. She didn't excuse me from doing the workouts forever. She didn't say, oh, that's great. You should give up. Oh, don't worry about it. You don't need to ever work out again. She just said, hey. Do it in a day or two, but do it because you know you'll enjoy it and you'll be sad if you don't. She's right. I was letting this one thing start to define me. And with a little perspective change, I can see that it obviously doesn't define me. Now, I'm sure you could see that from the beginning of this story. From your perspective, maybe my story seems a little bit silly. But that's what happens with shame right? We take this one little thing and we make it mean the world. So think of a time in your own life when you couldn't see that this one little thing didn't define you, that this one little thing was causing you shame and it didn't need to. Think of that one little time and then ask yourself, what would Sarah's workout partner say? Okay, I'm kidding about that, of course, but you see the point. Now, in this case, I learned two things. One, I need to be more flexible with myself. And two, even with a crazy schedule, maybe especially with a crazy schedule, I need to set boundaries. Now, how can I take my power back? I can give myself permission to move things around when needed. And second, I need to recognize my own value enough to know that if I need to say no in order to keep my schedule manageable, I can do so without feeling guilty. So that's more internal work, but that's what I learned. And now I don't have to feel shame about those missed workouts. I can just do them later. I can figure it out. And I can, in the future, make different choices to keep my power, to maintain my power, and not feel the shame and let myself get out of control. These are the things I can do to empower myself. And it's a process. I'm not perfect. I'm learning. And I imagine that you are too. But we can learn without shame. We can empower ourselves and act from a strong, balanced solar plexus chakra. We can practice letting energy flow through us without blocks or excess. And we can reach our goals, weight loss or anything else, by releasing the shadow of shame in the solar plexus chakra and embracing love and positive vibrations. Okay, that's it for this week. If you do the social media thing, remember to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss. Always, always reach out with questions and consider supporting the show through the link in the show notes. Take care of yourselves this week and I will see you next time. Bye.